it's very important to get out of our comfort zones learn something new every 3 months or 6 months that cross learning will really help you uh, get out of whatever stagnant place you may be in right ask for help and learn something new these are the two main i think important lessons that i've learned and i think a lot lot of people ask for help so that itself i want to focus on just just ask nobody nobody will say no i think this is something that i heard uh, the answer will always be no if you never ask anupama shivacharya is india's first certified female calisthenics coach but she's not just that she's also a food blogger and a freelance writer this episode has a lot of relatable aspects to it at least i personally felt so because as part of her journey we talk about how she took up science early on in school moved on to iit coaching then eventually didn't get into the iits and then had to complete her engineering elsewhere and then finally started pursuing a passion for food and writing and then yeah of course fitness too being a very important and integral part of her life we talk a lot about that too i can't wait for you guys to check out the entire episode shot here at the creator studio at the hub bengaluru but before we get into that if you are enjoying the show so far i'd love it if you could show some support and it only takes a few seconds you could either leave a rating and review on apple podcasts or just share this episode with your family or friends it's a simple way to get the word out there and i'm sure it's going to benefit so many more people that way if not any of this you can simply just leave a link to the episode or the show over whatsapp stories or whatsapp status it's a simple way to get a clickable link in front of people you know yeah let's get right into the episode this is episode 20 with anupama shivachari glad that you made some time to yes. get here and yeah. uh, things been long overdue yeah. right <laughs> so yeah uh, for people who don't know you okay how would you describe yourself uh, <laughs> and if you had to introduce yourself what would you say um i'd say that uh, you know uh, i'm a calisthenics coach okay and i'm a freelance content uh, creator content as in uh, related to writing because mm-hmm. i worked in journalism previous to this so i just say i'm a you know freelance journalist and a calisthenics coach for now right and to add to that um, i also work as a trek lead for okay. a community called uh, monson wheels uh, okay. where we do um, treks on the weekends so okay. that's my like my i moonlight as a you know trek lead it, nice. it, it doesn't yeah it, it's not for the money it's just for the fun so right. yeah that yeah i think these three things are the main things in my life right now awesome and of, and i i'd say that uh, at least knowing you these okay. are things that have happened relatively re- uh, recently right right yes yeah. all after <laughs> all after you know engineering yeah right. everything has been happened after engineering just so funny right i mean you um, and you see most of these guys who are either in these weird uh, niches or mm-hmm. categories right mm-hmm. all either engineers yeah. <laughs> or people who have always been driven from the get go yeah. right they know exactly what they want to do want to but do. these engineers you see it's <laughs> like they're so fed up of uh, either the course itself mm. and they're like oh my god i can't do this <laughs> or they get into this you know the whole corporate setup and 
like really honestly what is happening and then they yeah. step on then they either become stand up comedians or they yeah. do something you know <laughs> right <laughs> one of these niches so it's yeah i i you know it's it's surprise it's good that you mentioned engineering because of course we'll get into that right. we'll talk about how you actually mm. got here mm. uh, so yeah so maybe let's start there let's okay. yeah, let's talk about wh- what your upbringing was like mm-hmm. and because um, i think there's a bit we can really <laughs> uncover there right? right yeah right. so yeah please go ahead um i think with regards to my childhood um i've always been this kid who um and this came out quite recently in another interview i hadn't realized it myself so i'd be this uh, child who wanted to be very badly a warrior princess okay <laughs> oh is it zena yes. yeah <laughs> warrior princess i wasn't aware of the uh, char- like you know a character zena then but i knew i'd watch all these indiana jones movies and i'd be like okay i want to be a princess and i want to be strong okay <laughs> so that's always been there and um, i hadn't realized it until uh, recently but this is something that i always been you know wanting to do and uh, with regard to my childhood i'd love to read as a child like reading was just something that um you know uh, took me to another world or, or whatever it is i think that was that was my hobby because mm. um uh, in my household my both my parents are uh, super educated i say super educated because my dad has what he is an engineer okay and then he um, finished his ms in uh, power systems which is apparently the toughest topic in uh, electrical wow, okay? okay and then he did a ms in finance and my mom is a criminal lawyer and then she studied for ias and then she she's now a private detective uh, what yeah so it's just it's just too much to live up to <laughs> so i think um, they came from a background which was very academically you know uh, oriented uh, uh, but my mom was a sports person which which is where i think i get from my uh, you know love for sport from um and so my uh, upbringing was a lot of you know it's it's very similar to most indian households i think we put the main focus on uh, studies and you know um, this one but e- even though that that said i was always an average child mm-hmm. yeah i was always distracted i wanted to draw i wanted to paint i wanted to play <laughs> <laughs> i wanted to read and uh, that's that's how yeah my upbringing was um yeah. but the thing is uh, now even though my parents are like pretty open uh, to whatever crazy yeah. things that i'm doing <laughs> um it's crazy in their eyes but then in yeah. your you know what you're doing yeah right? yeah, yeah totally yeah, yes yeah, yes yeah, so yeah. Um, now they're really open and i think they've caught up with what's going on around the world um back then they wanted me to focus on studies and looking back I, of course they just wanted the best for me but um i think uh, it was kind of so strict in my household that um i remember this one incident when um uh, Uh, you know i was reading a comic i think it was chanda mama or champak or whichever okay oh my god yeah those amarchitra uh, amarchitra kata tinkle all of those right. and uh, i was so into reading that i'd read i'd keep reading and my mom got so pissed off she tore the uh, book and threw it in the dustbin and i was crying this was i think in 8th grade <laughs> <laughs> what yeah <laughs> and i was crying and i took uh, you know the cellophane tape and i put each page together <laughs> and then she saw me got more pissed off and i got another round of beating and another round of tearing <laughs> so that was uh, how much uh, into reading i was as a child and i read anything you know right, right from encyclopedia to uh, you know uh, comics to uh, egyptian mythology anything okay right Right. So that was my childhood. Uh, I wanted to play a sport real bad, uh, but then you know they wouldn't let me. They'd be like, uh, 
you know you you focus on studies etc right. etc so uh, that was my childhood and that was uh, the story until i think 12th grade right so till then even i did not have the maturity to think about uh, what i wanted seriously and they said engineering i was like okay cool uh, that was that was the only path science yeah. okay cool all right yeah. i like math all right uh, great i think uh, science is the only way to go yeah. and that is what happened uh, but after 12th grade is when things really changed because i think i also started um, realizing about uh, what i liked what i did not like and um, uh, <laughs> like i said i made the mistake of uh, sc- scoring relatively decently in my <laughs> ai triple e's <laughs> So my dad being my dad he was like oh my god my child is going to be the first rank holder in yeah. IIT <laughs> So he was like uh, you know and said like why did i give that exam yeah. <laughs> AIT triple <laughs> <laughs> like why i liked math so math came naturally to me and right. uh, i loved doing integrals and you know yeah, yeah. Uh, all algebra anything okay yeah. and i had like i just had fun with math that's about it okay and uh, that's how i gave my a triple e's and my dad got these dreams in his head and he's like uh, she hasn't had a good um, you know uh, coaching in you know 11th and 12th so let's send her to like the best there is and they sent me to kota for a year <laughs> so and for those of you who don't know kota i think uh, it's it's pretty popular now after yeah. you know the soul chetan bhagat's uh, books etc right. but uh, it is a hub where the whole business like how goa is for tourism kota is for iit training yeah. okay <laughs> the entire city yeah, yeah. entire city is uh, pretty much every household is turned into a uh you know what do you say it's turned into a hostel or uh, iit training institute or whatever okay that's like the backbone right that, yeah that's yeah. that's how people uh, make money in that uh, town or right. you know city i would right. say so we went there i um did well in math again but my physics and chemistry was so bad <laughs> and uh, i relatively saw like i'd be at the bottom of the they and each week they'd put a rank sheet okay <laughs> and each week i'd be at the bottom <laughs> just to like let you know yeah <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know this this was uh, how it went on for about 6 uh, months i was there for a year so right. and then after 6 months i just gave up i was like oh. not happening and yeah it was not happening so i was like okay let me see what i can do here so i just went to classes and tried to listen as much as i could i tried to study as much as i could and i uh, gave the iits i did not clear i think i got a worse rank in iit triple okay um and then uh, i think Uh, even after that my dad hadn't given up so he was like you know let's try one more year <laughs> yeah oh my god <laughs> so this time i was like um, all right um, you know maybe they send me to kota again let me have some fun <laughs> but this time my dad was like you'll stay at home and you study so while all my i think peers were uh, all my best friends were already in second year of engineering i was still in uh, you know uh, minus 1 year <laughs> yeah <laughs> mi- minus 2 now <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah so i stayed home for a year that was really challenging i think um, this this year i did not study at all okay, okay. I, i just i think i slept and i read books um, i solved math problems for fun because that was only fun there was right um because like if i had go out of the room then you know it would be tv or uh, and yeah. we back then we didn't have laptops right, right so right, there right. was uh, you know all the story books that i had and i had math books so i had solved math for fun yeah and uh, that's how i spent the entire year and then after that i tried really hard to convince my parents and i tried to tell them listen i want to do psychology or mm. you know something 
because that that has always been uh, something that I'm interested in, like you know how humans behave or etc. Yeah. Um, but that didn't bode well in the house, and uh, there was a whole episode where I ran away on my birthday. <laughs> What are you serious? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> where to Hebal? No, <laughs> <laughs> I ran away to my friend's house. <laughs> okay. But then I realized she's not going to keep me in. Uh, you you know Deepthi right so I ran away to oh, okay. Deepthi's house. Okay, nice. <laughs> so um, then I realized it was not going to happen, and they gave me an option of uh, they're like, okay, if not engineering, maybe law. So they wow. put me. Wow, <laughs> that's not even like a step down. That's like law. <laughs> uh, because I think it came because my mom was a lawyer, so right. uh, she, uh, they were like, okay, why don't you attend uh, coaching classes for law on the side? So I did that. My God. Yeah. Dude, that's crazy talk. <laughs> so I think the only thing I got good at was aptitude. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, all of these aptitude questions that we do, I think I got really good at that. That's about it. Uh I gave my law exam as well, but then I realized, you know, uh, between math and that is engineering and law, uh math is a lesser evil. <laughs> so, I was like, okay, I cannot convince these folks uh now, so let me just go for engineering. So that's how when I uh, went for engineering and uh, that's when i think things really really picked up uh, because the college uh, that i study in uh, amrita school of engineering i'm not sure if you're aware yeah, of it yeah of course yeah <laughs> i applied to it and i got through i didn't take it you up didn't but take it up. Yeah, oh, okay but that's okay a, we you won't believe i uh, i mean it's a, it's a predominantly a malayali yes it is yeah <laughs> so uh, we did go down to all three of the campuses mm-hmm. to, to, okay. so my brothers have been amrita uh, you know like uh, followers or oh, you that... know at least graduates from the get go okay, which means okay. they studied in the amrita school the vidya pitham in oh, school, school. Okay, okay. then the 11th and 12th too okay. and then finally ended up in um, engineering engineering in kerala so okay. the i think the three campuses right uh-huh, so they yeah. were in the kerala campus okay, okay. and then they graduated and all of them are done you know that that bit so okay, okay. of course my family being my family <laughs> just like you said uh we had to go and explore and see these places right? Right. so we went down to the bangalore campus to uh-huh. look at it when to the you know, the hostel and everything because my dad was quite insistent that mm-hmm. i you know lead a hostel life there's right. a lot you can you know take away from that which okay. is so true there's it no de- is. yeah it there's is. no denying yeah. that um and then we also went down to kerala i think as part of some of the one of the other trips mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we also went down to the campus there mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. look at that mm-hmm. Coimbatore campus is the only one we didn't go to. Okay, but, that's uh, the biggest. Yeah, yeah, and supposed to be the best, right? It, yeah, I mean, relatively speaking, yeah, in the yeah. sense, at least back then it was. It, it, right? yeah, it is, it is. Yeah. In terms of, uh, I think, size of the campus, it is. Yeah. But I'd prefer the Kerala one for the river and the yeah, sea and yeah, everything. Yeah, right. I'm sure you guys would have traveled across. Yeah, yeah, we yeah? did. Yeah. Yeah. So, at that point itself, I don't know. I felt it was a. I I wouldn't say a culture shock, but mm. I realized I wouldn't really fit into fit in. if I did go to Kerala mm. and all of that. And mm. and just like you, I think you were pushed to um, do. I mean, be part of all of these coaching and training <laughs> uh, classes, right? Yeah. I was pushed to write every single entrance exam there is that existed on earth. Every <laughs> everything I've written, whatever I'm applicable for, right? I've sat and written those. Exams. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, I, I feel uh, you. I did <laughs> design as well. <laughs> oh, oh, nice. The design exam, Nata. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. The architecture, everything. I think everything under the sun. Yeah, I feel. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah so um, 
just with engineering right i've written the ct in bank in karnataka ct in because i've lived here for so long uh-huh. ct in kerala too oh, okay. manipal all iit oh. everything oh, shit, uh, okay. AIEEE, everything <laughs> so there were i think days where the entire week was just in, you know entrance mm, exams and mm. i i'm sure you would also kind of the yeah, yeah, right? relate three years <laughs> of it yeah <laughs> so uh, yeah i mean and i wasn't entirely keen on having to pursue that to be mm. honest i mean i didn't go in with the mm-hmm. aspiration that i wanted to get into either manipal or you know amrita mm. nothing really made me feel like as you want to be a yeah. part of it right correct and it probably is because i i never uh, vibed with having to uh, mug up and learn all these mm-hmm. you know these core subjects mm-hmm. these very heavy subjects which yeah. really require either patience or you really need to have that sort of drive to do that i right? think you should really love it yeah, yeah yeah and that's the thing right even with math i loved math and mm-hmm. i i was very good at math mm-hmm. i think i i got full in math in both 10th and 12th which oh, is great but uh-huh. you realize at one point it gets to too advanced that yeah. we'll never ever end up using it yeah no so i reached never. that point i'm like what what am i doing this for just because yeah. some of my ancestors did this why do mm. i need to do this right yeah. so it 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 got to that point where i started hating what i love to exactly right? right which is so sad i mean yeah, yeah but um, i i mean I, i was having this conversation with one of our guests mm-hmm. and uh, they're talking about how i think all of them have spoken about how one aspect of science or something mm. that's very interesting and you mm. know very nice mm. like for instance a lot of people love physics right. but they necessarily don't love learning physics in class Correct. right but yeah. they love exploring and learning things actually learning actually, and understanding yeah. things right i think yeah yeah but i i think it gets either driven out of you mm. <laughs> or you're made to feel very you know awkward because it's all a, a competition at the end of the day yeah. so that way i found myself to being very I know I I wasn't very keen on it. So what I did was I started looking for the right college that had Your the friends? football team. Oh, oh, yeah. that's a good way to go about yeah. it. Yeah, so even Tanvi who was on the show earlier too uh-huh, uh-huh. spoke about how she uh, picked her universities based on football, football and honestly right. that was my case too. Okay, okay. So every place we'd go uh, or whenever my parents would suggest, you know, do you want to go see this university? Mm-hmm. I'd be like, do they have a football team? Mm-hmm. And then I go and check, you know, online whether they have football ground, all of that and okay. see whether they have rank well because I I was quite well connected. in that football okay, you know okay. the community uh-huh. right so then i that way we used to cut down on some of the colleges colleges okay but uh, yeah, but amrita had a good football team exactly yeah. exactly <laughs> that's exactly why i chose to even go and see, see the place ha 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 right i i knew for the fact at least within amrita i'll get to play a lot right right yeah right so uh, yeah so <laughs> i mean that that was my uh, preference or priority and uh-huh. then funnily enough after talking about hostel life and <laughs> everything right i ended up going to a college that's not even a kilometer away from my place cmr <laughs> i've been living in acs like for literally all my life oh my god like yeah. then and i should pass by this college i'm like <laughs> why would anyone go here <laughs> like what's wrong with this place so like why, why did you join it ultimately i did, i had to because of the football uh, football team so and it was good is that yeah, okay, it was okay. quite good at that okay, point okay, okay. and we did play a lot of tournaments so mm-hmm. that made it was good good exposure okay. but um, so many other factors too the the fact that uh, uh, it was convenient when mm. when it came down to you know brass tacks i mm. could actually just take either walk and go or just take my bike mm. and just reach there in no time right right, right. and um, uh, looking at the rankings at that point this seemed like the better choice because okay. and also computer science and mm. so many other things mm-hmm. um, yeah so that's a different discussion and topic <laughs> altogether but you know you you get what i'm yeah. trying to say so 
yeah i i i completely uh, relate and feel you at these some of these levels these levels yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah and it's strange i think i uh, connect with you there also i chose amrita because it had uh, it is known for its uh, cultural activities right it has a very vibrant um, uh, scene where they you know they uh, uh give a lot of importance to your clubs your mm. sports debate yeah. theater etc and that is the those are the things that i really wanted to discover what what was i good at right, right? so right. and it was much smaller when compared to your uh, peset or your cmr yeah. it's what 300 students in a in a one uh, year yeah, yeah one batch yeah. and i was like okay here i won't be lost you know right. i'll have some sort of an individuality and that's also because i think amrita is relatively new in bangalore at that yes, point yes yes right? yes it was it was right. so yeah yeah so how did that go about i mean amrita whole, it was really fun like that was when i uh, i didn't have to tell uh, my family what i was doing and uh, I, there came a point where i failed two subjects but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then i had to <laughs> like last time i did well in air triple so maybe let's <laughs> flip the tables and maybe you know dunk some yeah so <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I uh, took too much on my plate. I was um, I was over excited, and I was a part of the um, volleyball team, the sports uh, team. I was part of the math club. I was a part of the press club. I was a part of the theater. I was part of the debate club. <laughs> I was like, okay, and then I realized five clubs is max I can handle. <laughs> so I was like, okay, let me, uh, you know, and it would be really cool. I'd uh, skip my lunch break and go put up the posters, take part, stay back, you know. Um, Uh, enjoy volleyball yeah and um, so we played for the uh, what do you say uh, the university etc so i really discovered myself there and um, a friend then um, also what had happened is because i stayed in kota for about a year um uh, it kind of made me realize the importance of food like i'd be a very picky eater <laughs> yeah yeah i'd i'd be extremely picky like if i didn't like the color i or the way it looked i would not touch it okay right, like right. as a child yeah. and uh, when i went to kota i realized how good a cook my mom was like she's another level okay <laughs> <laughs> speaking in bangalore terms <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay and uh, i was that's when i realized the importance of food because there it would just be it it was such a big shock for me yeah. it we'd have bread pakoda and kachori and pyaaz ke kachori for breakfast and i'm like wow this is so much grease and oil <laughs> <laughs> so not used to that kind of food and uh, you know when i came back it was it was all i could think about right i'd become half my size i was like this puny like you know skinny girl yeah. because the food there was not good and uh, when i came back i just started enjoying food so much and uh, throughout uh, engineering of course uh, you know i realized that you know food was something i really loved and mm. uh, top chef used to air in uh, yeah i think um, axn yeah axn yes yeah, yeah. yeah. one of those uh, channels and i'd be like this uh, big follower of top chef and padma lakshmi yeah, and padma lakshmi, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah those guys so i think that's how the love for food uh, came about and um, then uh, what i did was in engineering um, i had this friend who used to work part time so that you know uh, like he could do whatever you know with the money it was very little money it's about 5k yeah. but uh, that could that meant two fancy meals in a month yeah, yeah so <laughs> yeah, yeah that's the way we looked at it yeah. right yeah makes sense <laughs> two fancy meals a month or you know uh, at least four like nice cafes uh, etc like a month so <laughs> I was like okay let me work part time so that's when I decided to start writing mm-hmm. okay and uh, because I always used to read writing just came naturally to me like I didn't have to like think too much about it etc yeah. and uh, I started writing and I started visiting restaurants and uh, I 
kept uh, putting up pictures on my uh, personal Instagram profile. Like I'd put up one picture and I'd talk about it. Like, you know, I didn't know much then I'd talk about in this whole uh, Top Chef style. I'd be like, oh, this is like, you know, steaming hot and this looks <laughs> delicious and a sprinkle of c- cilantro or whatever. But I think... Just go to me, Sapu. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's pretty much that, yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know... Um, Uh, I'd do that and um, a lot of people in my college would be like and like see it's a college crowd so they'd be really fascinated they're like oh shit like this looks damn fancy and uh, they'd walk up to me and uh, I think four to five pictures later not even too many pictures uh, on my personal Instagram uh, I think one of my uh, classmates came walked up to me and said uh, you know um, one day I'm going to eat everything that you've eaten <laughs> and I was like wow like people it's are really it's a competition really, over yeah. <laughs> I was like, wow, this is really, like, this um, is really doing well. Like, people really want to see more of this. And I like putting it up. So, I will continue. And one day, um, this was when this whole food blogger boom was happening in India as well as uh, Bangalore. And I wasn't even aware of what a food blogger was. Yeah. Okay, I was just putting up pictures for the... fascination for food. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, that's when somebody, uh, I remember... Uh, this is a waffle joint called Waffle Wale okay. in okay. Uh, Meenakshi Mall. Okay? okay, and they do really good waffles. Okay, they two two types. One is uh, the Belgian, and mm. uh, another is um, I don't remember now, but it's uh, two different kinds. And I was very fascinated. And those guys, uh, uh, the owner, uh, gave me a call and said, "Hey, why don't you come for a review?" And I was like, "Wait, is this is free." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have to pay to review. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and uh, I I dropped by and uh, you know it was this whole thing of being treated so nicely with this one and being served all kinds of. Waffles. Is this because they came across your Instagram? Yeah, it's because they came across my Instagram and they really liked the food etc. Like the shots or the reviews, the way I'd written about it and and uh, that is when the whole whole food blogger or food writing. Yeah. Uh, opened up right. until then I knew I probably wanted to back then see after dabbling in pretty much everything I knew volleyball isn't going to be my career because you know university level so. yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and a few matches that too and those we didn't win because you know <laughs> the team wasn't like you know all up uh, trained so well right and uh, debate of course was not going to be a career neither was theater uh, you know it was all fun yeah. uh, but I think writing seemed like uh, you know the most writing and the food seemed like the most uh, you know, a lucrative way of making a career. And I was like, okay, I know I want to do something with food, but I'm definitely not going to be a chef because I did not have the years on my side. I was already uh, 26, 24 when I graduated. 22? Yeah. 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 So around that age. And 24. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So I was like, I can't be a chef now and work like so many hours and then build a brand. So I knew I wanted to do something around food. And that's when I uh, started to uh, see what was what is going to work. And I thought maybe food writer, yeah. you know, there was combine f- the two. Yeah, yeah, combine the two that I'm too com- most comfortable with. And I put together. I'm like, okay, I'm going to be a food writer. Right. Okay, I decided that. And uh, that's when I started looking for jobs. And uh, by the time this was already the time I had uh, graduated, mm. so I I was done with engineering and uh, cognizant was hiring. So mm. I was like, okay, let me. You know, go to another city, explore the food there. And <laughs> yeah, that's and then, why. Yeah. <laughs> Not because of the job or the role. Oh, no. <laughs> go there to, let's try food in uh, Chennai. 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 <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So, and plus Chennai had a beach. So, I, I was yeah. always fond of traveling. So, yeah. I was like, let me go there. Yeah. We had only one Sunday off. 
but still that was still very blissful wow yeah okay. all five all six days work yeah. so we went there and i went there and uh, i kept looking for jobs while i was tasting all the food there okay yeah and uh, freshman you happened to uh, put up this uh, job saying content executive okay okay nice <laughs> yeah and i checked the job description i was like this is exactly what i want to be and, but yeah. then uh, the bummer was that uh, they had uh, they wanted somebody from a journalism background mm. and they wanted somebody with 3 years experience mm. so <clears throat> and um, i think this i'm going to talk a lot more uh, uh, when i you know uh, this has repeated this is a pattern that i've seen that i often do things that, little foolishly it's it's not fearlessness it's foolishness okay right. because there's a very thin line <laughs> where uh, you know you just do it you don't think too much about it you just do it and i was like hey what can happen if i apply if they don't take me then let's see right. you know we'll we'll take that forward later right. let me just apply and see and uh, i applied and i uh, you know really clean up my res- resume and i send them like put in all the links of my food blogs etc etc all my writing I had the reference from the freelance lady yeah. that I used to yeah. work for yeah. and I sent it to them and they said hey why don't you come down for an interview and that was like I was like yes yes, yes you know got like my foot in the door yeah yeah, yeah. and uh, after that I knew it was like I I knew I could convince them because I was passionate enough so I came down to Bangalore and the manager who was hiring me was like uh, are you serious like you came down for this you know fresher job yeah all the way from Chennai Chennai <laughs> and i was like yeah <laughs> please can't you see it yeah <laughs> and i was like uh, they asked me to write about food and i was like cool i will yeah, do it yeah just like so i went all like you know all out i wrote about food i talked about my experience with the restaurant i talked about uh, and freshman who was looking for somebody to write those food descriptions so you have these uh, dishes and yeah. they wanted somebody to mainly help with the dish descriptions right. so i was like okay uh, so i'll do this and i told them how passionate i was etc uh, etc et and uh, i think another thing that i'd really like to uh, point out to people who are applying to jobs is that uh, look up the company and do your research completely i think that is what kind of blew them away and any other b- company that i've applied to um this has been the case where i look up the company really well right from you know funding to everything everything the founders the vision everything okay right. and then align it with uh you know uh when they ask you what do you want to be where do you want to be in the future etc right. so align it with what you tell them and right that's when they realize that you know you're on the same page and right. that's when they hire and you. i think that's a very easy way to set yourself apart yes right? exactly yeah every tom dick and has also probably applying to the same thing same right? thing yeah exactly and it's a very um i think who doesn't want to write about food in a in yeah. a time when everyone wants to be a food blogger and, and everyone... especially you coming out of the i mean not even part of the industry or yeah. having that sort of a you know experience, experience right i mean only yeah. on the personal front but still exactly exactly mm. Yeah. So I think that's what kind of um I think I uh, I was like okay this is done. Uh although for the next 15 days I didn't hear from them and I was like wow I must start looking for new jobs now. <laughs> <laughs> I go back to Chennai. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. Uh, I was in Chennai the moment I finished the interview back to uh, Cognizant. Um How did your parents handle this? I think they did not know about this. So <laughs> I didn't tell them I was there so for the interview. So it was foolish. <laughs> yeah. I just told them I missed you you know I've come to see you <laughs> like to eat your food yeah, yeah. <laughs> So when I was dressed and I was leaving I was coming down the stairs and that's when now uh, my mom is like you know where are you going to eat some executive food <laughs> <laughs> I was like uh, do not say anything 
I do not want you to say anything, you know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but you know, I have an interview with this brand called uh, Fresh Menu, and I'm going to give it. Uh, but please don't say anything. I just, I just want to give it with you know. Yeah. Right. That mindset. place you order food from. Uh, why would yeah. you? Go? <laughs> You're making food now. Uh, what? Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. Before this, I had managed to get a job in Big Brewski as oh. a um, content, not Big Brewski. Um, what is that? Uh, what is the place in? Uh, that old Madras road, big picture. Big picture. Right, right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I had managed to get a job at Big Picture, but then my parents were not okay with that because they were like, "Oh, what are we going to tell people? You know, work girl at a and pub. booze. Yeah, yeah, work at a pub. Uh, yeah. And you know, that's just going to sound." But what really is the bad. kind of role you got there? I got uh, social media <coughs> management. Okay. And content. Okay. So it's something on the lines of what you yeah, were doing. Doing, yeah. yeah. But yeah. then they were not okay with that, which is why I went to Chennai. Hmm. Uh, so this time I told her no, it is a proper food brand only. There's yeah. no booze involved. Okay. It's a woman, um, a CEO, founder. Yes. Yeah, yes. you can look her up. It's all real. <laughs> I just told her, let me come back and I'll tell you everything. So right. then I got back. I told her my dad did not know. Okay, yeah. and um, I once I got the job, I told my mom I was like, see, I got the job, uh, but it's in Koramangala, so I'm not going to live at home. Uh, oh okay yeah. yeah i think dad still didn't know <laughs> <laughs> still now yeah <laughs> even today <laughs> <laughs> now later i think two months into it he realized that i was probably in the same city <laughs> i'm just Not kidding a chin, eh? <laughs> <laughs> he got to know about uh, i think uh, 10 days later when i you know mom had to tell him right so uh, he got to know and he's like you know what let her do whatever uh, she can That's do good. ias later <laughs> right <laughs> i like that <laughs> I kid you not. I think uh, one month back, my dad told me he's like, "Hey, you're into traveling and trekking. Why don't you become an Indian forest officer?" <laughs> <laughs> one month back, <laughs> and I was like, oh, "Sure, dad." <laughs> yeah, sure. First, let me finish my IS, and then we'll think about IFS. <laughs> so yeah, oh, I think then he used to be a little bit more forceful. Now he's hopeful. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah, but maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I I kind of relate to this whole uh, this food bit uh-huh. because uh, I did is this something not a lot of people know mm-hmm. and it's 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 a very uh, it's very funny okay. situation okay so my friend and I just like you are so uh-huh. fond of eating right <laughs> do you by any chance know Amit yeah I do yeah, 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 yeah. so yeah. same he, school he was in my class yeah so perfect so Fair dude right yeah, yeah. <laughs> correct yeah. yeah so he and I used to uh, we're good friends okay, uh, okay. so we're in the same layout and we've been oh, okay. we know each other from like literally maybe kg okay right? okay okay so we go way back but um, in high school is when we started you know mm. bonding a little more and mm. i think in pu or i'm not sure in engineering mm-hmm. or maybe uh, there's some overlap between the two mm. but we started doing this very weird thing where uh, just like you said uh-huh. it struck me because you said hey we get 5000 bucks we get two lavish meals yeah. right <laughs> so same thing we start saving up money uh-huh. to basically go every weekend i'd like to say yeah to these nice places uh-huh. and just order anything and everything we can eat okay, okay and literally it started off with a very funny thing where we went to plan b and you have these that Wings, massive yeah. burger right which you can't finish yes, yes right so we're yeah. like wait we can finish it let's do at least mm. we'll share it or we'll figure something uh-huh. out and it started there and we started doing it every uh you know every week, week okay yeah and there was no flaunting it or mm. showing it off it right. is just it's for just us. us yeah exactly for us to just go and yeah. eat explore yeah. food feel good yeah and uh <laughs> I think we used to do it done so crazy things and uh, it was very immature of us because uh, we used to like take 
we used to hang out late into the night so we have taken like photos of the bills and we like dude can any two people uh, you know like uh, spend so much at this restaurant can you like think about like you go to a very normal place and end up spending 2000 2000 yeah. 2000 bucks <laughs> a small cafe <laughs> yeah and you would have ordered like literally everything, everything. <laughs> i'm i kid you not we ordered so many things and we have taken photos of that and we uh-huh. just like you know getting through it uh-huh. and Should, and I I don't remember what it's called. It's very it was very immature. It is called uh, okay. I don't know why I'm even saying this. Like I'm going to probably lose a few subscribers, but uh, <laughs> we called it uh, uh, Clab C L A B, which basically stood for uh, Clap like a bitch because. <laughs> <laughs> Because because you, so <laughs> you eat so much and you just yeah and it is <laughs> so I'm so kiddish right I mean just like something funny and kid you not we used to call it clap sessions <laughs> and we used to tell people as we were going to clap dude and I was like dude what the hell is that and once they found out uh-huh. they'd be like can we tag along I'm like no dude it's our clap session what are you talking about you go home and do all that you yeah. can't come with us and yeah I mean. See, there's some things that you would want to do because you want to do it. Yeah, yeah. Irrelevant of whether it's like you know you want to make a living out of it or yeah. whether it's a, I I won't even say it, it's not passion either, right? It's just something you like doing, it's just right? Just fun. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just fun. Yeah, I, we realized that. Um, we, I think it struck us because one, we couldn't finish that burger, and we we're mm. like, we need to like you know get to it. You know, we can yeah. <laughs> go to other places and look at this as well right. because there are so many of these places popping up. Right. Yeah. Yeah. These was booming. Yeah. Yeah. These n- novel places, which mm. uh, you know uh, would be known for the 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 size or the massive, massive. burgers or you know these kind of items. Yeah. And like, we'll find those places and go there. Yeah. And then we also realized that more often than not, and I'm sure a lot of people can relate to mm. this. Nothing to do with the general format of the show, which is. Uh, usually you go to a restaurant and if you know the restaurant or you know the cuisine or whatever mm-hmm. you tend to uh, you know like default to certain items yeah, right that's something course, yeah. everyone does and i think it's just inherent nature because you're trying to like play it safe yeah yeah but what we realize is there's so many damn items and we haven't tried anything, anything. how do we do that by yeah. doing something crazy yeah. so we decide we will never order all these things we'll go for we'll always try new things new things okay <laughs> yeah and oh god yeah it's just a very weird i know uh, nothing to do with any of this but what you said kind of Please. reminded me of that <laughs> a def- yeah it is a proper phase yeah uh, no i think uh, pretty much anything that you do starts out that way right whether it's food or yeah. your club sessions yeah. <laughs> see now that's going to be a thing hashtag club in the comment people <laughs> no but oh god i mean it's it's very cringe when i think about it it's such a you know derogatory way of like putting it together as well but i'm just like damn but i think it's it's a very uh, i think a lot of people uh, will relate to it because one of the marketing um Mado Marketing was conducting one of these sessions. It said, uh, you know, um, reach out to the vices of people. <laughs> you know, yeah. the lust and the greed and the yeah. gluttony. Yeah, I yeah. think club will fall somewhere <laughs> there. To <laughs> come one of the sins. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah, tell me. So yeah, I know we like went off in very yeah. different tangents, but yeah, that's basically what I want to talk about. All okay. these things. But yeah. Fresh menu, uh, yeah. right? And. Um, This was when I had like a good um, intense amount of activity in college with in terms of volleyball etc etc and uh, then suddenly started overeating at freshman year and uh, freshman year had these uh, sessions all right like where uh, every week 
uh, we'd have one day where the we had the R and D kitchen. Okay, so you know, fresh menu used to be known to have new dishes every once, like every yeah. once in a week or two weeks. Okay, yeah. their dynamic menu was a very big yes. thing. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So they'd have these uh, chefs would bring the food like about ten to fifteen boxes, uh, those same fresh menu dabbas. Okay, yeah. of food uh, on the table, and uh, all the entire office would gather around and give the feedback. Right. Okay, and I would be this one person. Like back then, I could eat a lot. Okay. Yeah. And uh, now I can't oh, <laughs> with all the workouts and everything. No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I mean, is it because you physically can't, or is it because you 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 have like you know taken a very um, firm stance on that? No, I did initially. Now I physically can't anymore. Oh, you can't eat any. Oh uh, my not god. Not too much. Yeah, not too much. Wow. Very little. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But it's good. It's good. You know, hitting. <laughs> you're uh, lucky. <laughs> midlife and all. <laughs> yeah. No, you're lucky because. A lot of people, you know, and I was a fat kid when yeah. I was young. I was, so you know, my I know for the fact my stomach's like grown twice its size, and I don't think it's gone back because I can still eat a lot. Oh, is it? So oh, you yeah. cut down slowly. <laughs> <laughs> that cutting down is never like is something I can't do. But yeah. So um, I would finish my entire meal, um, and freshman used to offer us lunch, all right, on the top, and uh, good lunch, good, uh, you know, unlimited lunch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would eat. Really well, and then these boxes would come and I'd eat again. Oh, and I think okay. uh, you know people would look at me and they'd be, and I'm still this you know short person, not very overweight, etc. Yeah. Like a good metabolism because yeah. of all the physical yeah. activity I used to have. Right. And uh, it, it, I had a amazing time in freshman year. So much <laughs> learning. No, not just the food. <laughs> I like how you moved away from that. Like not just the food, but learning was very nice. Yeah. Yeah. And each day I had to write about a new dish or a spice or something that I had never learned, like a zatar or you know harissa or. Mm, uh, mm. So it was pretty much what I wanted to learn more about food, and I got to do just that. And um, when I say that, it it was so much fun. All right, and um, then after I uh, worked at Fresh Menu. Uh, I was starting to uh, so I had joined Fresh Menu with uh, this one as a rookie, right? And I had zero negotiation uh, skills. All right, so my salary then was pretty low. It was right. what eighteen mm-hmm. ish, okay, eighteen okay. change. Yeah, yeah. After all that deduction, etc., yeah. etc. Yeah. And uh, and you, I'm sure you didn't even think about negotiating because you were just like ecstatic. You were even you know you I were there tried. for the interview. I was like, oh, I. It's too less, and they're like, "No, this all will pay." I was oh, like, "Fine, okay, okay. yeah, yeah, I, I know my place." Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "Give me a job, I'll negotiate." Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I mean, and I, I really badly wanted to move back to Bangalore as well because you know all the restaurants etc were there. You know, yeah, in yeah. Chennai, I had to start from scratch. I had to still start from uh, yeah, you know, and yeah. Cognizant was paying pretty much the same amount. Yeah. So it's not like I could afford a lot of fancy meals or yeah, yeah. Uh, then it's it's not about you know uh, being only fancy meals. Street food also, but uh, you know, fancy meals is where you will probably meet these exotic elements like harissa and zatar <laughs> and stuff. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Imagine know? harissa from uh, pav bhaji. Yeah, exactly. Harissa pav bhaji. <laughs> Oh, it's pretty much the red chutney that they put on pavaji anyways but <laughs> still you yeah. know um and i realized that you know the salary was uh, so i was starting to feel a little restless uh, then and uh, that's also around the time so um, when uh, my colleague who was working in fresh menu she had just traveled to goa okay okay and uh, she came back and uh, why in the bangalore airport she picked up a magazine called uh, whatsapp guides 
Okay. So it's a, it's a very local magazine. I don't know if uh, you've lived in Indranagar around the area. They just you put the magazine for free and go. Okay. Initially. Okay. 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 And then you had to buy it from the stands and uh, they used to put it in the airport. So it's a very uh, Bangalore based. Like WhatsApp, uh, it used to be called WhatsApp Bangalore. Then it became okay. WhatsApp Guides okay. after they included three more cities. Got it. Okay. Okay. I picked up the magazine and I looked through it and it was it was uh, all about food again in the sense it it talked about fashion etc etc but uh, in fresh menu the one thing I couldn't do is write about restaurants. Yeah. I could only write about fresh Internal menu food. Internal stuff. Yeah. 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 So uh, here they were covering the reviewing restaurants and ultimately that's what I wanted to do. I was like oh it's going to be awesome if I can do the blogging but it can be on a more formal platform it will also set me apart from you know oh my god dime a dozen food bloggers that right. are there in the city so many of them and like you said that was a boom like. that was a boom yeah every tom dick and harry was a food blogger yeah. okay every monkey with a photographer <laughs> like sorry every uh, monkey with a dslr was a food blogger you didn't even need dslr because no. i mean even now you see right people are just i think instagram yeah. it's a blew up because of food food yes right. a lot of yeah. food and travel yeah right and when people realize you can actually make some money out money of this out of they're it. like mm, we can yeah. you know start doing that yeah and i think yeah. it's it's about the free food and the way, the way you know uh, these restaurants who treat them right uh, also it's a very nice thing like mm. even now when i go to uh, smokehouse delhi because i worked uh, with the toi and all that you know pretty much every person knows me there you yeah, know they're yeah. like hi ma'am how are you Ooh, yeah. you know shall we make a drink specially for you <laughs> and all of that it's very next nice. time i'm taking you <laughs> yes please i have a membership there Come. Oh, nice. <laughs> Yeah. So uh, you know it's it's really nice you know where the bartender is like whipping out a special drink specially for you he knows your taste it's like you know that old club sort of a, you know you Feel. have your old boys club uh, yeah. that's and kind of a feeling i think that was what uh, i think most people really loved uh basically yeah, coming back to the story um uh, this was when um this was a, probably the second uh, foolish thing uh, in the sense not foolish i'd say in a good way okay, okay? carefree thing that i did without thinking too much that uh, once i got the magazine in hand i saw the um, you know writing and everything i was like this is so cool i i want to do this and uh, i saw the mail id of the editor was there i wrote a mail to the editor saying uh, hey uh, i'm this 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 i'm presently working here in fresh menu and uh, i'd really love to you know work for you if you have a job opening all right there was no this one of job opening nothing all right and uh, i just left them a mail and i was like okay now i'm not going to think about it i'm just going to continue writing about food yeah, and fresh menu yeah, okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, 15 days later i get a reply no i get a call not even a mail i get a very random call from this uh, really uh, old sounding lady very uh, you know uh, classy yeah. sounding lady and she was like hey anupama i got your mail why don't you come down for an interview and i was like what interview <laughs> <coughs> she like you left a mail to whatsapp guides right so uh, you know if you want a job you wow. can come down and i was like wow this this worked okay yeah. and uh, i dropped by and she was like why don't you join tomorrow and i was like that's so cool like you know that's that's really cool but then uh, i was like okay um, because i had made so many rookie mistakes with uh, fresh menu right i was like okay um i will take it easy here so i negotiated a salary um so from 18 it went to 32 wow yeah, yeah. i was like i'm going to negotiate a salary this time and i'm going to negotiate something that, that you want yes yeah. i want yeah. that's that's a, a good decent amount and the fact that you were already in the field mm. you you had that you know that confidence, flexibility and the confidence, confidence to do yeah, so yeah yeah also i did not quit my job before i got the next one right so yeah. that was uh, that and um 
also at that time uh, qofit had just opened up so they were um, kind of poaching everybody from freshman you okay mm. so they, uh, i think right now if you see the qofit team it's pretty much all you know freshman old people. freshman you oh. uh, peeps okay, okay. so uh, they were you know hiring people from freshman you and qofit uh, offered me a job as well okay okay, okay. so okay. at the same time so i told uh, this lady that uh, no like i have another job in hand and i have this also and but i'd really love to work for you so give me something that i can really yeah, can't say with. no to yeah. yeah can't say no to and uh, they came back with a really good offer so nice. i was like yes yeah. you know, i was so happy with the, this one they finally get to eat outside yeah. fresh menu too <laughs> yeah exactly yeah, yeah. and uh, no but i think i'd learned my lesson after the first one so then i said uh, linkedin used to have these uh, free courses about how yeah. to negotiate your salary how to you know ask for this 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 how to in- if you can't get the salary you want you can ask for a variable or you can ask for a bonus or you can ask for uh, something some yeah. other element yeah. or some other perk right. so what i did was i negotiated Uh, the thirty two k and I uh, they gave me allowance for travel and uh, food separately, wow. so then okay. it became sorted out. That was about thirty eight k with the allowance. Oh, so I was okay. like, yes, now now more than enough. Let's yeah. let's get to eating. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I think another thing that also I was interested in was the fact that it was print media. Okay. So for okay. any writer, if you work in a print media, that's that's a very good uh, thing to add on your resume. That's like the top level. Right. Uh, this one. So I was like, okay. Um, and there I got to learn a lot. All right. So I got to learn how print works, how proofreading works, how magazines are put together, how you know, uh, designing is done. So we had to sit as a. Uh, journalists we had to sit with the designer help them design you know uh, mm. proofread take the print check for the widows etc and i'd ask for help and of course nobody says no to help i think very few people can say no Mm. And one of your episodes, I think, says, "Yeah, you know, say no, say yeah, no." Yeah, yeah. yeah, so it's 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 very tough it's because very it's ingrained tough. in us. Yes, we're trying, exactly. We're trying we that whole likability factor, right? Yes, you yeah. have to like please the other person. Person, yeah. And especially if it's someone who you're working for or with, with yeah. or a client or all of that, it becomes yeah. all the more very difficult, difficult to do. So, no, otherwise, also I've realized that uh, any time that I've asked for help, nobody's ever said no. like even if they didn't want to help or they didn't have the time they have tried their best to kind of uh, some way they'll figure it out figure and, it out yeah. and uh, give you that help so i think second learning lesson was also always ask for help i mm. think uh, i think i'd like to say that uh, reading and asking for help is the quickest way to success mm. Mm. so you know yeah that um and i asked for help and they they were like they, they were like ha cool okay we'll teach you i did not know what a widow was yeah, yeah, <laughs> because yeah. i didn't come from a journalism background right right so um, a widow is basically you can't leave one word hanging in the paragraph yeah anywhere, okay? i was going to ask you to yeah. <laughs> say that for our listeners have, and viewers yeah. yeah if you have an entire paragraph uh, there can't be one word in the last, last sentence yeah. all right yeah. there has to be more than one word yeah. that's a widow yeah and uh, that whole process was really good i i explored uh, other areas like fashion hmm. uh, general uh, oh, so lifestyle so you weren't just um, taken in or uh, taken in for food no no i mean of course i told them that you know uh, i can write about food but i really love to learn to write about anything okay um hmm. so i mean fashion and uh, travel weren't re- travel yeah maybe but fashion or other you know lifestyle writing wasn't really my forte mm. because i'd worked so much with uh, food right so um, then i had to start doing my homework as well keep up with the trends in fashion etc etc but it was a good learning experience i got to uh, write about anything experiential right from fashion travel events uh, you know uh, 
uh, your music events dance events whatever you know music festivals etc so that was a really cool thing there and uh, after that um, i think towards the end of that by the time i had uh, joined whatsapp guides i was already unfit okay. with all <laughs> with okay. all the eating habits etc and uh, it also involved i think uh, going for a you know uh, we didn't go for a drink as a part like aside with i wouldn't drink with my friends at all because you know the job involved going for a drink once in a while we had to review restaurants so as yeah. a part of the reviewing they serve us at least 3 4 cocktails yeah. uh, you know we had to taste it yeah. and uh, the food itself would be so rich you can't say i am going to eat only healthy right. so me only yeah. like you know yeah. uh, this yeah. uh, so it was good and um, this happened i started like getting really unfit like you know that whole getting older my metabolism started getting lesser uh, lower and lower and uh, that's when i started putting on uh, fat mm-hmm. uh, and even though i did not i wasn't obese or overweight for my small frame i i could understand like you know i was kind of expanding and <laughs> i would get so tired walking places oh, yeah? etc yeah wow and this you did absolutely nothing in uh, with See, after fitness. college no wow. after college no and um, like most people <laughs> one day i woke up and i had this realization i looked in the mirror i was like oh my god like who am i become i always used to be like the most agile child and you know should run the fastest the quickest and be sporty and yeah. everything uh, you know whenever i went on like the smaller treks or whatever i could easily climb stones i'd never have an issue and then i i you know i was starting to get tired climbing stairs etc so that's when i started to uh, give a little bit more preference to uh, workouts mm. okay and so i started working out and uh, um this was um towards the end of whatsapp guides okay mm-hmm. so um i had i needed a break was because i was starting to burn out mm. okay with all the writing etc and uh, i started uh, going to the gym more often so once i uh, quit whatsapp guides I was at the gym morning and evening. Okay. And I was also going through something mentally like I was going through a hard phase. Okay. Okay. Personally, so yeah. I did not know how to deal with that. You needed like an outlet. I needed an outlet right. and um, you know, I was like okay, and my coach was really fun. Uh, like my two coaches, uh, Sam and Praveen. Not many people know them, but uh, in the fitness industry, there's so many who are popular, but these guys are very old school, non-social media, yeah. you yeah. know, uh, in their 40s yeah. uh, kind of coaches, all right? Uh and uh, like they would like we would do the workout for one hour with the group class and then you know praveen would kind of uh, stay back and uh, teach me headstands or you know uh, and you're doing you you were you basically gave up the job and you were just doing this full time in the sense as in you were just hitting the gym yeah i was just hitting the gym because i w- i wanted a break like okay, one from or two months and, yeah okay. i just wanted a break to clear my head and yeah, uh, you yeah. know um what do you say uh, get back because Reset, i think right? any creative job you burn out yeah, and when you yeah. burn out you need that break so uh, i was taking that break i thought maybe one or two months and then i'll start applying again so i didn't have anything else to do so right. uh, i just hit the gym morning and evening and mm. i found a nice little community there we'd all work out together uh, we bunch of women uh, etc and uh, that's when i started getting into fitness Uh, mm. and because i was already athletic my body was responding very quickly mm-hmm. like you know i was easily able to get you know your headstands and handstands and i was easily able to run and perform faster etc and it didn't hit me as to um, 
I never known because as a child I'd never uh, competed I wasn't allowed to go to these events or sports events outside school right or even in school mm. so I didn't know how uh, athletic I was until uh, I was I just continued working out okay and then uh, we went to this event called Reebok Unrest which happened in 2018 okay okay so Reebok is having this event a crossfit uh, event uh, where they brought in all uh, you know uh, Uh, top coaches etc etc and they were having a fun event so there was zumba there was a crossfit challenge there was yeah. a plank challenge nice. etc and uh, we went there for zumba okay, okay. okay. <laughs> we were like okay we're going to dance and i'm going to have fun etc and by that by this time you had already hit the gym yeah yeah this frequently. was what 6 months into working okay. out 6 months okay, okay. Nice. and um, i had uh, started working in times of india by then okay okay all right so uh, it was just a new you know getting into the job is and uh, um reebok unrest happened so um so we bunch of friends and i we were just standing there and uh, one of my friends was like hey anupama women women go okay that's all he said and he pushed me onto a yoga mat okay i had no i hadn't registered for the event yet i had we had these bands etc none of that was done he just pushed me on the mat okay and he's like just go just go okay and i was like what is this he's like no just go okay okay and uh, <laughs> <laughs> there was a um, volunteer standing there he was like give me like you know uh, 10 burpees Okay. I was like, yeah. okay, whatever. Like, I start doing the ten burpees. It's like, okay, ten crunches. So it was a circuit. I did not realize it was ten burpees, ten crunches. You like know, yelling at him while you're doing the yeah. crunches. Like, what have you done? <laughs> <laughs> I was just doing like, yeah. and I didn't realize it was a competition because uh, all the other women were going it at very slowly. Okay. They're like, ha, huh, jump slowly, go down, and I was like, shoot, shoot, shoot. I was just like going so fast. I yeah. did not even look around, realize. So yeah. it didn't hit me that something competitive was happening there. Right. Okay. And um, <laughs> then I'm done, and I come out, and they're like, "Hey, this is all all cool." And I what? It was we had to uh, finish uh, maximum number of counts of you know that whole circuit. So like one burpee, one plank, etc. Would be like two counts. One burpee would be one uh, plank, two like that. So yeah. you have to finish ten burpees like yeah. that. All right. So uh, I finished it, and uh, then they announced the. Uh, finalist and I was in, and I was like, "What's happening?" <laughs> finalist of what? Like what? <laughs> yeah. And uh, I was really? like, "Oh, crazy!" And that's when I realized uh, what kind of quality coaching I was getting. Yeah. Even in a group class. Yeah. And um, the kind of uh, athletic ability that I myself had. All right, mm. and uh, of course, I did not win it because you know I it I was just six months into uh, being coached, and uh, you know um, I couldn't lift the weights as heavy as some other women who've been doing it who had been doing it for two to three years. Right. Right. But I got some really cool goodies worth some ten k. Yeah. I was like, wow. Not goodies. bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, maybe I'm gonna you know compete more often, and. Um, that's when uh, sport got into my life so this pretty much when food and sport got into my life all right meanwhile um i also started going on treks towards the end of whatsapp guides um i really wanted a break and travel was only break i knew mm-hmm. travel and working out the two you know outlets that i knew i was right. familiar with and um, i signed up for a trek with this group called monks on wheels and i asked all my friends okay i asked everyone to go with me and none of them were up for it okay <laughs> funny one friend uh, told me that he'd make it he paid the this one and uh, he also didn't he fell sick the morning off oh man poor guy all yeah. right and uh, 
Where was this trek to? Uh, this was not a trek. It was a trip. Okay, so it was a combined trip of four days. Okay, okay which was uh, two days of Agumbe in Western Ghats and uh, two days of Gokarna. Okay, okay. Okay. So and this was what December, I think, uh, three years back. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So uh, it was a you know combined you know that whole Christmas Eve kind of a trip. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And I was like, you know what, I'm gonna go. It doesn't matter. And uh, I I like you know spend some time with the folks there. And I was, since I was alone, I was forced to kind yeah, of make friends. Socialize. Yeah. Right. And uh, that's when I talked to the uh, founders. All right. And I asked them like, is there any chance like you know you're hiring. <laughs> Uh, you know trek leads or you yeah. know people to go like do you take in freelancers and they're like we haven't done this before but maybe we will yeah. you know so why don't you come for the next trip and one month later i was going as a as a trek lead wow. <laughs> so again let's just ask i think just ask and uh, they didn't even think about whether yeah whether maybe, they wanted to yeah. have freelancers until i asked them Right. Okay, so they taken about one or two freelancers prior to this, long back, like some of their friends. Yeah. But this was the first time someone was actually asking them, you know, yeah. a stranger was asking them. Right. And uh, they all seen me during the trip, and uh, they decided I was stable. Was <laughs> <laughs> it crazy lady? Let Let's give it two days. She's fine. She's okay. Yeah. <laughs> like okay, okay, cool. You know, she doesn't. Uh... <laughs> there are some folks who are like you know go all out and yeah, so. it's probably high at that point, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Exa- exactly. So um, they were like, okay, this lady seems like she's not going to create any issues. Maybe we can take her for one trip. So then I went as an assistant trek lead uh, to the next trip, all right. And then I kept going once a month, and I think I've done about thirty, thirty-five trip, uh, trips treks with them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So since in the last three years, because COVID was not there, yes, yeah. the number yeah. kind of came wow. down. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So we had, uh, I think, one of our pra- previous guests. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I think the f- uh, I don't know if you know Dhanush. He's the founder of Playo. Okay, okay. So All he right. too spoke about something very similar, and we had put up a small clip about you know mm-hmm. this bit too, and a lot of people were were so ecstatic to hear this bit because he was talking about how it's been a bit of a challenge where where he had to invest a lot of money mm-hmm. into the company and his initial years mm-hmm. and forget days mm-hmm. right, and he had to uh, didn't have. Let's say enough money spent on other things, mm-hmm. but what he did was, you know, do what you what mm. you basically did, which is signed up for you know these treks as yeah uh, as a lead. trek lead yeah. yeah, and he got to see places for free, he got to do all of these things, yes. and he got paid for it too. And yeah, I yeah. got paid for it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is great. So I think if you figure out that right, you can always always find something that kind of you know gives you the high at the same time also gives you something else too. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. I think that was also one of the things that I wanted to highlight that um, uh, you know. But then again, uh, I do. I think uh, you you also have to be. You have to. Uh, It won't be, you know, you go have fun, you drink, and yeah, you know, there's yeah, yeah. a certain responsibility that there comes. is a discipline yeah, to it discipline too. Yeah, discipline to it. Yeah, like yeah. we have a lot of strict rules. Like trek leads cannot drink on the trek. And yeah, as in even in the campfire, we have to ensure everyone's safe. Yeah, we have food after everyone else does. Right, all of that. But I didn't mind it a bit because I was getting to travel. Yeah, right. Yeah. So yeah, and what thirty. Places for yeah, free. Yes, wow. I, of course. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe I can hide a little bit of crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you not see me with a drink. Come yeah. down to smoke house, Delhi. Then we'll talk. <laughs> Did see in Bangalore? Like this is not the girl we went on the trek with. Like who is this? <laughs> no, but yeah, but yeah, yeah. I think uh, yeah. So, like I said, like after after I started working out, so I'm not able to drink much either. It's just one drink, and I'm sorted for the. 
living in you know right. it's not good for the lifestyle also i think right right so um that way i got introduced to monks on wheels and uh, i've been doing a lot of treks with them i mean separately i travel as well but right. uh, this has been a very um kind of important part of the last 3 years mm. right mm. so um that's how i got into monks on wheels so coming back to the um, sport <laughs> yeah sport bit yeah but i'm sure th- these activities would have also you know kind of um kept you like you know your parts greased up or like lubricated in the sense you're constantly moving and you're trekking yes. at the same time that complements your workouts yes. and all of that yes. too right all of them just went hand in hand like because i was so much into workouts i would never tire on a trek right. like i'd not feel it at all right yeah right. so yeah. recently uh, last month i went on a trek i felt bad yeah because <laughs> of the covid <laughs> the lockdown right yeah, yeah. but yeah. Uh, otherwise yeah it's 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 all went hand in hand and the amount of food that i ate also kind of balanced it out because i had workout so much so i wouldn't get obese as quick exactly so i got into football and mm. all of that not because i had a super passion for the game but i had to lose weight okay okay because i had to run and i couldn't this i was young i was in my teens and i had to right. lose weight somehow yeah and yeah. then i had all my friends playing and uh, it initially it was like um, trying to prove something where mm-hmm. i was like i have to you know show them that i can play the game mm-hmm, too mm-hmm. had my dad playing so i joined all of them mm-hmm. and i was playing with a bunch of uncles and they mm-hmm. they my god i've been through like scarring incidents they just yell at you and put you through insane mm. you know like pressure okay. you're, you're already a teen and you're going through so many things <laughs> and then this these guys are yelling at you for the smallest things right right and with that pressure i grew mm-hmm. I, you know with the game but then over time in a month or so i uh, formed this during summer vacation mm-hmm. i formed this um, routine of just coming back and eating a massive because i i told you i was a fat kid right, right and i right. could eat a lot mm-hmm. so i used to eat like a massive breakfast a no. massive breakfast okay and clap level <laughs> oh yeah every day clap yeah <laughs> yeah and uh, uh so mornings i used to go play mm-hmm. uh, and i realized there's a group that pl- that plays before the group i play with mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. they had more people turn up but they mm-hmm. were uh, not noobs but you know like a very amateur level right, so right. i was like why not i'll join them mm-hmm. because it's good fitness too mm-hmm. so i used to wake up even earlier go mm-hmm. play with them take a half an hour like just relax and then play again mm-hmm. and uh, after i come back shower and just eat like crazy mm-hmm. and then uh, just play fifa or something mm-hmm. you know More yeah no, yeah exactly <laughs> i i i just needed something to get my mind away from having mm-hmm. to go and think about eating because more often than not we eat because we're bored right right, right? true true it is so yes. and i was a kid so it didn't i didn't go in there with that mindful attitude mm-hmm. but when i start playing i used to be lost in that mm-hmm. so that happened right. and then at 5 o'clock in the evening again go out to play right so like okay. i used to run a lot okay right. like a lot okay and i started losing weight drastically okay. like over 2 3 months like people when i went back to school they were like dude what honestly happened <laughs> what drugs are you on <laughs> tell me can you like strip me some as well uh, and then over time like endurance stamina mm. everything built Increase, up yeah. yeah and i started going for long runs as mm-hmm. well I, i i mean you know that uh, the cmr area right mm-hmm. so at one point you won't believe it uh, i um, i woke up to play mm-hmm. and i was already a little fit by then okay mm-hmm. and i was i used to keep track of how many rounds and mm-hmm. all of that i used to run because at that point i was got, i'd gotten into this whole passion for football mm-hmm. and i was like i have to do something with mm-hmm. this so i remember i woke up i used to always be a little late mm-hmm. to the game mm-hmm. and this time these guys said we started the game there's no way we can take you so okay. just like get out okay, i was okay. like damn and i was mm-hmm. like and i'm the kind of guy who who and i think most of us are right where uh, i've read about this in books too where 
if you suit up or you mm. dress up mm. for a sport mm. or to a gym mm. and you reach there there's no way you're going to go walk away without no. doing something no no yeah you so can't so yeah. it it is having to get past that initial you know yeah. that phase yeah. so just like everyone else i also felt like i'm here i need to do something now mm. what do i do mm. so i went back i changed for my boots and i said i'll go for a long run and this is the first run run at mm-hmm. like you know uh, i think this is in uh, pu or 10th or something i don't mm-hmm. remember but Uh, I went out and I went to Kundlali Gate, mm-hmm. and from there I went to Fordham Valley Mall. Mm-hmm. From there I went to Hope Farm, okay. and I'm just running away. And then I was like, okay, I'd already like I know the route, mm. so I'm like, I'll come back like this, and I came back mm. to Satyasai Hospital, mm. and then like that back to Kundlali Gate, and I mm. finished that massive circle, okay, okay. massive, and I think it was about. Some ten, fifteen kilometers or so, and Easy, I was like, yeah. "I've never done this." Yeah, <laughs> I came back. Surprisingly, I I came back and I was still not tired. I was right. like, "Okay, this is awesome." Yeah. <laughs> so that's why I was thinking of long, you know, long distance running and all right. of that too. Yeah. But sadly, <laughs> what happened after that? I got back. My I told my grandfather, and my grandfather's like my, you know, like my sounding board. He like, mm-hmm. you know, I tell him anything, and he's like, "No way, you ran that." I was like, "I did," and he's like, "Wow, that's crazy. You should mm. do this and that." Mm-hmm. I was good then. I came back. I was like a little worried if I'm going to faint and all of that. <laughs> uh, and I took a shower. I was fine. Yeah. That day, I went for the movie with my friends. Mm-hmm. I stepped out of the theater, mm-hmm. and my ligament gave way. Oh no! Like I just some something awkward. It's never happened to me mm-hmm. ever. Where I've torn a lot of mm-hmm. things and all that, but mm-hmm. this happened like just walking at MG Road Trinity Circle. Mm-hmm. Got out of Lido Mall and mm-hmm. I stepped down and two steps in and my leg just gave way and I'm no, just sure. like shit. I'm not able to stand. Okay. and that was it my legs start swelling up and so what i realize is i i i like from a fitness level mm. and a cardio level mm. i was good mm. but my body wasn't fit mm-hmm. so i haven't done all the other things that's necessary so yeah. it's so important to take those into account as well right yes. a lot of people want to get into it like you know dive deep into something mm. but they don't realize that your body is probably not accustomed to it sure. so there's a good chance that halfway through it you realize you, you might think you're not meant for this mm-hmm. but then actually you're not doing the right things exactly so the reason why i'm bringing this up is because you said that whole coach right mm-hmm. so important that you have someone who guide guides you, you. yeah right yeah. that 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 was probably the reason why you did so well there right in yeah. that whole the event yeah. and and, it, and you didn't do that because i'm sure you were trying to compete it just no. came naturally yeah, to you yeah i did not I, and <laughs> it was it's so funny those two coaches that trained me also happened to be at the event by themselves and i did not oh, know that okay. it's and not like they told you to go no 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 we were just there I'm for saying. the zumba and right. uh, <laughs> yeah <I laughs> midway forgot. i'm doing a burpee these two coaches are like cheering for me and i'm like hey <laughs> what's happening <laughs> they're like go on up go i have the video on instagram it's, it's so nice and to like turn and see their excited faces <laughs> and you know Yeah. I was just so fun. Yeah, but you do need a coach. I think um, most people, like I said, the easiest way to be successful is to read and ask ask for help. Yeah, and that's where a coach comes in. I think that is where you know anybody, not even a coach. I think you just need somebody who is knowledgeable to kind of guide you right. towards uh, this one. And that's where even mentorship comes into picture, right? Yeah, and, yeah. And um, like you, I think what a coach can do. Um, and this I uh, say. uh for fit uh, mental fitness as well as physical fitness so i wanted to i think one more thing that i really wanted to highlight today uh, that i haven't spoke about earlier in any of the other uh, interviews or uh, talks is that uh, you know um a mental coach 
right so i've been uh, would you say um, I, i see that you know when you tell somebody you're talking to i'm talking to a therapist they'll be like oh what happened like yeah, you know yeah. you're going through are you okay and uh, this is so strange i went on a trek last week and i was like i'm talking to a therapist and they're like oh why um but i think what i realize is um, there's this incident that happened uh, where i took part in a uh, took part in the calisthenics national championship and i came runner up okay but i took part in a competition that was of less intensity and i failed Mm, because mm. i was not doing mentally well right in the sense uh, you know i was moving houses and uh, this that etc so that was so mentally uh, this one and that's when i realized that i'm physically strong now how do we mentally strong it's like your ligament right mm. you mm. have the capacity but uh, you know you because you haven't probably you probably had a you know a weak muscle that you didn't know was aware exactly yeah right and uh, that's what happens with your mental uh coaching as well so i think this is something that i want to talk about that no doesn't matter if you're you're completely happy or you're completely uh, awesome you're doing great in life but i think mental coaching is extremely important because it's like having a weak muscle in the body and you're just strengthening it so mm-hmm. i think that has really helped me in the last few uh months especially since the lockdown that i've been um talking to a therapist and I te- and I'm all happy I'm telling her about oh the coaching is going on this has happened that's happened and it's all happy stuff but uh, you know that then she points out she's like why did you do this or why do you not do this and that's when I realized that I probably slightly ran away from a challenge or I did not want to take up this job or I was uh, unnecessarily angry with something uh, you know that's when you know i realize that now i can be mentally strong as well with physical which being physically which is physical equally strong, important which is very important yeah because yeah. that's when when i lost the competition is when i realized that how, how can i uh, we were doing monkey bars mm-hmm. okay yeah, so yeah. monkey bars i've done monkey bars so many times before okay right and i could not grab on to the monkey bar after a certain level no matter how much i tried i just couldn't do it in my head i couldn't do it right right, right. and uh, that's when i was like damn it like you know now i need to strengthen myself physically it's all done mentally i need to start and i think uh, this is something important that i really wanted to point out to pretty much everyone yeah. you don't you you can be completely happy you don't yeah. need to have any problem but there's always a area where you can strengthen just like you know your physical yeah whether it's uh, you know strengthening your legs or hands yeah. or arms or core whichever yeah. is yeah. the weakness yeah it's, it's similar in mental uh, coaching as well so right. i think one or two sessions with a therapist will do everybody a good <laughs> <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah. and i think most more often not these uh, therapists have like a free session first right like um, where you can either talk to them it? and they kind of assess and they see okay. and if it makes sense that you know you want something long term a lot um, of people and at the same i've seen the other bit too where they charge you obviously from the get go too yeah yeah well, i think i've uh had the latter experience <laughs> right right and i noticed cl- when you go from the clinical aspect of mm-hmm, it right mm-hmm. usually they charge because they it's charge, the, yeah. it's a regular doctor thing right, right? right but now of late with mental issues and all that yeah. i'm seeing a lot of other well being and yeah. the you know the other side pop up too yeah and it's becoming slightly more affordable as well right yeah it know? was a niche extremely small niche earlier yeah, right yeah. now i think it's people need need it yeah right and especially sitting at home so like, my god yeah totally oh god <laughs> i think now is the time to kind of work on uh, all the mental things because <laughs> yeah because we are mental <laughs> <to start>. yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah um i think there's a reason why all these and one more thing before i get into mm-hmm. that though what you said is not just applicable for fitness it's just for anything right? yeah it, it, you could 
have the exact same day at work mm. but you are probably not the you know same person exact so there's a very person, different yeah. way you look at right, things right right i've seen with me i mean with the kind of stress i'm probably putting mm. uh, myself through mm. with mm. what i'm doing here mm. and my venture and all of that mm. there are days where uh, i feel so bad for things uh, that would have been very normal, normal otherwise yeah, yeah. and uh, vice versa too mm. so uh, yeah what i wanted to actually put out there is uh, there's a reason why people have routines and there's a reason why people tend to you know have some something to fall back upon and yes. outlets yes i think yesterday with our guest too we spoke about how uh, you need to have your anchors yes you yes. need to have and she she explained it really well where she said it's not just um it's not just maybe a habit mm. like journaling mm. or you know introspection mm. it's also the people yes and it's also a combination of two if i'm not wrong so there are three aspects to this mm, right so mm. but you can't rely on one entirely yeah you no know. i think my mistake also was relying on travel and uh, working out which yeah. got taken away during the lockdown right which is why i had to fall back on uh, you know uh, talking to a therapist i was like what do i do everything i know has disappeared <laughs> yeah yeah you know everything that has, i've known to um, apart from food mm. and yeah yeah <laughs> that did not help. <laughs> It's got me more, <laughs> yeah. like you know, more on the uh, heavier side. Yeah. And I was like, oh damn, like uh, you know, I cannot fall back on food as my stress buster. Uh, right. That is when you know you need And to have some some kind of routine like journaling or yeah. you know people around you. Who Whatever are, works for you, because what, yeah. what you can see and you see a lot of these YouTube videos and you know a personal hmm. development and self help mm -hmm. space where. Uh, it's like all these answer all these videos are basically answers to basically everything in your yeah, life yeah yeah but it's not that's not the case and i'm sure if the guys were creating this for mm. you or rather just creating it to put out there mm -hmm. it's meant for you to come up with your own you know that uh, mm. the chemistry if you will like Correct. mix it up the way you want yeah. and then you utilize it and that's the only way it's going to work for you because yeah. you're so it's everything so subjective right correct it's, yeah. it's i think uh, an analogy would be like your buffet system Mm. <laughs> like that i like how you go back to food this is awesome no i'd yeah. say i'd give a workout example also it's like group classes right. where you know it's general but then you need to figure out uh, in a group class you'll not know what your weakness is or in a buffet system you'll be introduced to your uh, cuisine favorite yeah. cuisine likely yeah like uh, but then ultimately you have to find that italian cuisine or <laughs> <laughs> whatever works for you yeah that one fitness form that works for you like calisthenics for me or right. uh, you know for some it's running for some it's trekking for some it's swimming right. so whatever works yeah. but yeah it's a good place to start i think yeah. but then people need to Uh, figure it, figure out what works for them. Like and, very and well stick, put. And stick, stick with it for some time. Yes. Right. Everyone expects like a you know overnight. Oh, that's, oh my god. <laughs> When will I lose fat? I'm like definitely not in one week. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, I I was so we just recently joined the gym because I have put my fitness. So I was super fit and okay. I was like doing these long distance runs uh, about a year or two mm -hmm. ago. Really long distance runs. Mm -hmm. So just like <laughs> there'd be instances like I'm going from Athali to Uh, so my uh, you know Jai Mahal mm. where you trained right oh, really? is that my wife's okay. family is so okay, we okay. used to uh, we go every weekend you should drop by the community there calisthenics beast is really cool yeah yeah <laughs> just so check was, it out I was telling <laughs> her as well we, and yeah we, absolutely I, I mean, that park is right there yeah. so I've seen it yeah. the drama the one with that uh, the, the dried bars. up lake and yeah, all of that yeah, right yeah same one yeah yeah, yeah. so um, 
there there used to be days where um, my wife used to take the car and go mm-hmm. and i should run mm-hmm. from martha little there oh, which really? is just like you know yeah and that used to be like my thing uh-huh. and i got into a, a rhythm and a routine mm-hmm. and it was great and i reached a point where i was so uh physically fit mm. i realized that i can my body can take can, it yeah. yeah you know and i start developing that and like we used, we used to do a lot of that yeah um or rather i used to do a lot of mm-hmm. that and but eventually i did a big mistake of you know pulling the plug on everything because mm. my, i wanted to uh, okay. uh kind of uh, heal my back i had a back right. issue okay okay and instead of having to do some sort of you know um some sort of stretches and mm. keeping my body going mm. i took a com- i completely pulled the plug oh. thinking that it's going to heal oh, big mistake okay. yeah. so and then more of sitting on my back mm. for long hours mm. kind of added to it and now i've reached a point where my back's just gone and now i'm not able to get back into running and all of that too okay. so and that too with work mm-hmm. it's really bad so what we did decided was we both will sign up for uh, a gym membership mm-hmm. we did and now we're going to a gym So now trying to get back into that slowly and the good thing is I feel if you have already uh, formed a habit earlier mm. it is somewhere or the other there in you you just have to find it and get back to it get back to it now this is this is another funny thing which I've uh, heard a lot of people talk mm-hmm. about which is I think there are two aspects to this mm. one is where uh, you like you probably pick it back up quickly mm. and and you know exactly because you're a little more mature maybe mm. and or if you are the mature pers- person you'll be like okay I, this is how i need to go mm. about it mm. but the other aspect is where you have done this a lot of times mm. so you're like i can get back into mm-hmm. it it's not a big deal so that's also another weird way of over you know like maybe um uh thinking that it's so easy for me to get back to it but where you don't realize that it's actually a lot of work it is it is yeah right so yeah. even even though you might have done it earlier mm. don't take it lightly is the simplest yes. advice i would you know put yeah. out there which uh, we can stop whatever we do for a long time but mm. for us to get back into that you know that space i is, think as you age it becomes difficult correct that's also true mentally and physically because you get so Uh, into routines i mean have you seen that meme where uh, you know i think a kid is uh, like a person's uh, asking uh, you know as a kid like why are adults grumpy all the time and now i'm there i'm just grumpy all the time <laughs> so i think and i'm so set in the habits i think i'm so um what do you say uh, scared of trying any anything new in terms of food and okay. like yeah it just it, it was just like you know uh, just happened or even in terms of a new activity if someone says you know try something new i think this is something i've realized with myself that with age you just yeah. are not open to and it's not that you do something consciously so as you age i think you really must pay more attention to this yeah right yeah so true uh, so yeah my my point being that in the gym too right yeah. <laughs> uh, i've noticed uh, all gyms and mm. all places mm. where they have se- any sort of fitness sessions you see mirrors mm. and more i don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing mm-hmm. to be honest it could be ideally for people to look at and you know see their form and all of that yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but what i see more often than not is flexing exactly <laughs> so they're done with it and they're like so why am i lost my weight yeah. and you know and i feel that also is a trigger to a lot of people who eventually just give up okay, because they don't yeah. see those you mm-hmm. know those quick because you take a look at yourself in the mirror yeah. and you're like i've been doing this for a week why yeah, am i not yeah. seeing anything yeah. but like weeks such a short period of time just give it some <laughs> yeah, time yeah it is yeah you yeah. need to give it at least 6 6 to 7 weeks yeah at so least a little yeah. bit of change yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah so and especially someone who's not coming from a fitness background this background you have yeah to definitely really give it some time mm. and i think that whole metabolism things also so important because 
at your certain age you how you were is mm. not how you are right no, now no definitely not yeah i think now i've started <coughs> gaining more weight i eat like a bowl of rice and uh, you know uh, not that rice is bad or anything it's yeah. just that you know uh, it's 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 so slow the metabolism is so slow yeah and uh, maybe i'll still be able to do pull ups when i'm 50 but i'll definitely be carrying like a bunch of fat if i don't continue working out right. like Uh, this is something that is known in the this one but it's it's common knowledge in fitness industry that uh, if you don't work out for a certain time your strength will still remain mm, okay mm. Uh, if you your nutrition is good but your endurance goes down yeah yeah, yeah so and fat loss is another whole yeah yeah one, so oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but i think yeah i think pe- getting back is important you need to uh, recognize that that's i think that's where journaling and uh, everything comes into picture where you see a pattern yeah or you have somebody who points it out to you but that's not going to happen i think holding somebody accountable uh, is <laughs> yeah you <laughs> hire you someone for that for a coach yeah <laughs> <laughs> full time coach yeah. like someone who follows you around and yeah Yeah. So, but I think journaling is necessary. Where you tick, you know, how many days you worked out, how many days you were uh, right. eating right, etc. And then you'll see why you're not losing fat because you're having cheat days too often. <laughs> <laughs> you're having workout days like how you would have cheat days. Cheat days, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So true. So yeah. So let's talk a little bit about your calisthenics bit. How did you right, right. end up okay, here? Okay. Yeah. uh i think that's how i got into fitness okay and um w- uh, once i uh, started working with uh, times of india so we went from doing uh, three to four long form really huge 2000 word articles to 300 wa- word articles but you need to do two to three a day more number more right. number shorter form i mean people also don't read that long articles right. so it was only uh, natural and uh, that's when you know i had to like come up with I had to research a lot more. Like I'd be so up to date about everything that's happening in the city, right? From music to food to fitness, uh, beauty, travel, everything, right? So um, that's when I came across. And again, going back to this uh, warrior princess uh, thing, I wanted to get into parkour, where I was like, I want to be able to run and jump. And uh, my coach had already introduced me to some basic drills, like how are you supposed to fall down. how to okay. fall down in the right way or uh, how to kind of uh, get out of uh, uh, if someone's uh, holding you at knife point or gun point how to get out of it okay so he thought all of these things like self defense and parkour and uh, how to like kind of uh, if you accidentally trip what way should you move your body such that you hurt yourself the least, least. yeah that's so important that's so important i don't know why it's not taught in schools <laughs> that and taxes <laughs> so yeah and i i kid you not after that and i realized this only after falling down a couple of times there's been so many times when i fallen down in such strange ways and you've seen that video on instagram that i put touch wood not even once in that video have i hurt, hurt myself you. right okay i've like done a backflip and landed straight on my butt okay yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and nothing happened like yeah. uh, apart from like a few uh, seconds of pressure like nothing happened there was also youth Yeah. but <laughs> now yeah. i walk i get pain but <laughs> yeah, yeah but yeah um <clears throat> and there been many times when i've fallen down a flight of stairs like you know once i've fallen down a flight of stairs once i've slipped on a bar of soap in the bathroom and fallen down and i just knew how or like you know my elbows just went in my shoulders rolled out like and and i fell in such a way that i i got out of it with least Right. amount of harm right and um, i was so interested in parkour so i uh, looked uh, this uh, institute up it's called chaos factory okay. it's basically a parkour gym where they te- get wow. to fit with parkour so it's in hsr layout and uh, i wrote about the gym because firstly it is of my interest and secondly i wanted to write yeah 
I had to write for uh, Times of India. So uh, then I wrote about uh, this, and um, the owner of the gym, his name is Delson, who's also a, a Parker uh, athlete himself. All right. Uh, so they had a community, and that's how they got the gym finally in Bangalore. Correct. Yeah. From from uh, from last ten ten to twelve years, I think. Oh, okay. 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 So he was having. Uh, I mean, they were hosting a competition for all Parker athletes across India, Parker and calisthenics. Okay. So that's okay. when I got introduced to. Both calisthenics. are very niches, like small niches. Very right? small, yeah, yeah. Very right now, I think both have picked up. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, I think uh, two years ago it wasn't as much. So. Yeah. um they, he was like we are having a competition can you please write about this i was like yeah sure and then he was like if you've written so you know i want you there i want you to you know come yeah. and take part and uh, so and i was like i'm, I'm not that fit you yeah, know yeah. so back then i couldn't do a single pull up like you know functional training again group classes right so yeah. i was fit enough in terms of endurance but strength was not so much and specifically for you for, yeah, your body right? for your body like i mean pull ups is not something that i've seen um uh, I think men can do pull-ups easily because they have that. I can't, of, <laughs> but I am like, <laughs> no, at least not now. Yeah, yeah, damn. I mean, yeah. I think they can at least think about a pull-up, but the woman I've never seen any woman walk up to me or or any woman who I met or said I could always do pull-ups. <laughs> you know, like I can still say I could always do push-ups. You know, right, right, like right. ground push-ups was so easy for me. All right. Yeah. Because I used to play volleyball, etc. But pull-up, no. Like I couldn't even hang from the bar for a. Like more than ten fifteen seconds, right. like my hands would burn, my yeah, you know yeah. forearms would burn, yeah. etc. So I was like, okay, but I'll come for the fun, and mm. uh, I went there, and um, that's when I uh, in the competition. So the parkour bit was happening, of course, like you know it was really enthralling, and you know yeah. it's so cool to see all those guys do multiple black backflips in one go. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm yeah. like, okay, uh, maybe one day is I'll get there. Is this from a movie or what is happening here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was just so cool, and these guys because it's so niche, right? There are no institutes that train you for this unless it's a gymna uh, gymnasium or something that like a, a, a you know um, gymnastic institute, etc. Right. And all of these are from all of these people. Most of them are from villages, towns, small communities who started watching YouTube videos, who started watching yeah. movies, and then started something. and um they came and they performed and uh, i took part in their endurance category for calisthenics um of course i did not win there okay <laughs> and because i did not have the strength but i finished the circuit like i finished till the time got over i was like okay cool yeah. so i was like oh thank god at least no one give up <laughs> the slain warrior <laughs> yeah so yeah i mean uh, that happened and uh, that's when i got introduced to calisthenics properly i saw these bunch of athletes um very introverted very you know yeah. okay we will sleep all of the time but when our thing comes we will do it and we will win it kinds they were sitting in a corner nobody knew who they were and then when the calisthenics bit came they came and took part uh, whether it's the girl or you know the guys all of them were really young about 20 22ish that yeah. ra- uh, age uh, all right they came and they just won and they won so easily they, it was like you know when they were doing pull ups you would think it's the most natural moment in the yeah, world yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's no gravity what's yeah, gravity yeah what's gravity <laughs> <laughs> like so cool all right and they had such immense strength you know they were like beasts okay like real beasts with all the shredded abs and it's not those you know these bulky people that you yeah, see in the yeah. gym but very lean muscle so fluid so uh, it came easy. naturally to them right yeah yeah it is like walking for them <laughs> all right and i was like uh, hey guys so after that uh, me being me 
I was like, oh, let's ask him for help. <laughs> <laughs> Foolish brain, kid. Let me. <laughs> no, but that's great. I think. Yeah, it's yeah, very good. Like I said, it's a thin line. Yeah, it's so, a very thin line. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I went and asked them. I was like, I went and asked the girl. Her name is Hema. So see, she is the calisthenics champion. I was a runner-up, and she is a champion for, okay. for the entire country. And uh, I asked her. I was like, Hey, Hema. Like, uh, when you guys train? She's like, Oh, we train in a park. Okay. <laughs> She's like, kind of, you know, a shy kind of introverted girl. So she was like, uh, We train in a park. And I was like, What do you mean a park? Like, Bandala. <laughs> <laughs> like what? <laughs> what? What? Like. What? How? Like till then, I had been only introduced to uh, you know functional training. Right. It was like you take dumbbells to the park, isn't it dirty? Yeah. There's dirt. Like so many questions in my head, and I'm like, what do you mean park? Like which park? She was like Jai Mahal Park. I was like, oh okay, all right. And uh, because they were also kind of closed group, um, you just can't. Yeah, yeah. You know, just go and I, I will be yeah, your, you know, yeah. part of your community. Please yeah. take me, kind. I'll come and stay with you. Yeah, <laughs> I will be your baby. Yeah, <laughs> teach me pull-ups. <laughs> so yeah, I, I was like, okay, maybe like you know, going outright and um, just asking them will not help. So after the competition, uh, af- they won the entire thing. Since calisthenics, they were the first. Hema got the championship again there and uh, the guy uh, who had come there, the team, those guys also uh, won the championship. And uh, I knew Jaihamal Park. So I was like, okay, cool. So I started looking up Jaihamal Park. I started Googling calisthenics and uh, Jaihamal Park kept coming up. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay, maybe I'll go hang there. And one Sunday... Literally hang. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <then> hang. <laughs> yeah. I'll just go like, you know, check it out. So I, one evening I, I asked them, like, you know, um, there was also another person who, who had um, won in the competition. Even he was training there. All right. And I asked him, he's like, you know what, come, come to the park. We'll see, you know, how we can train you, etc. So I went there and then he tried to teach me things uh, on some days. And some days he wouldn't appear at all. I just go and like on my own, try to like hang like one child, you know, try to do pull up without any basics, without any strength. And uh, that's when um, my coach as in like then coach right so his name was Suhail and uh, Suhail and this Suhail and Hema were like the main uh, calisthenics uh, yeah. beast team <laughs> calisthenics beast team <laughs> right and um, Suhail saw me hanging there and uh, it was kind of I think he took pity on me <laughs> he saw me failing miserably and uh, some days this guy would, wouldn't turn up or he would be late the other fellow so he was like listen do you want to like you know, learn how to do pull-ups. I was like, yes. That's what I'm trying yes. to do. Here. <laughs> please, 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 like, you know, coach me. And uh, he's like, okay, come here every day. So I'd wrap up the work with TOI in MG Road and then go to Jai Mahal after work. And uh, like morning would be the uh, functional training. Finish the functional training in the morning and then uh, wrap up the work at uh, this one and then go to the park to train. In the evening. In the evening. So they train every day in the evening? Yeah, pretty much every day. They wow. train every day. Okay. Wow. So um, they do different day things on different like legs, yeah, yeah. you know, push, pull, yeah. uh, etc. Or sometimes they just come and hang out there. They grab, it's, it's a community, right? right. So um, that's when I think he took pity on me and he was like, you know, come and. Uh, Six months later, uh, we kept going. And then because I already came from a fitness background, it was easy for me to get the pull-up. Like one month into the training, I got my pull-up and that was just so empowering. So empowering, (laughs) you know, to kind of like get the impossible, right? And now I think I see a lot of women doing pull-ups. But back then when I started, like I I and Hema were pretty much only two two ladies that I knew could do a pull-up, right? right. So... um, 
um that happened and uh, six months later the calisthenics national championships was happening so uh, my coach was like you know enter it and i was like will i be able to do it he's like just enter it and like you know i think you should be able to do it you're fit enough etc and uh, that happened and uh, i won i came uh, runner up okay. and hema was a champion because she'd been training for quite some time right yeah. so and um, by that time you were already part of the community though right 6 months into the community yeah. so you knew those guys who were with you anyway uh, who you were competing with or yeah, yeah right? i knew them and i knew them and i knew where they stood and i was like maybe next year i'll win the championship but like let me just try yeah, you know yeah. so yeah again these guys won the calisthenics beast i mean those guys won and um, after that i wasn't sure what to do with the championship yeah. you know i i mean people came and asked me like are you a coach i was like no i don't think i'll ever be a coach because uh, you know like food writing is what i want to do i still want to do that yeah. i don't want to uh, take my eyes away from that goal or yeah. be distracted and um, but it was something big and not many people had achieved it like to mm. be a athlete on a national level and when i thought back to everything that i wanted to be as a child it was to be in sport mm. Mm. right and that's when i said maybe maybe you know do my certification uh let's see where it goes right so i thought about it i kind of you know played around with the thing in my head for a, i talked to some people i knew and i also realized that uh, i myself love teaching like how my coach who taught me headstands uh, praveen he just stay back and teach me headstands etc so i had the same kind of enthusiasm and the love to teach people right. so i thought all the other girls like you know all of my other friends in my gym how to do headstand okay okay but the thing was um i could easily teach them because they were already fit they had no injuries they were already healthy but what about somebody who had injuries like you know you said you have a back pain now if i try to do a, teach you a headstand and yeah, you know yeah. entire body's weight on your back then it's, it's yeah. definitely going to make your injury worse and i realized that i should probably be a bit more uh, responsible when teaching people so i was like maybe and uh, i'm a big advocate of uh, have at least two sources of income so um, i was like okay maybe this can be my second main source of income apart from writing mm. and that's when i went and did my certification so that's how uh, now i think uh, I somehow uh, with luck or i don't know what it is i managed to convert all my passions into an earning thing so right. with travel it's a monks on wheels thing with uh, co- you know sport and this one it's coaching as well as writing you know food it's writing right so now i have these three nice i think uh, i don't have any more time to convert <laughs> <laughs> any more passion into uh, no but i think you found it i mean that's yeah, that's yeah i think that's, it's it's a trinity now it's it's yeah. enough <laughs> yeah 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 and and i think the uh, the people think that life has a goal mm. right but life is a journey at the end of the day right mm. so you're slowly even as you figure things out you're going through things and then once you figure out mm-hmm. what you need to do then i guess you just double triple down on it yeah. and then you yeah. just get to it yeah just get right? to it because it doesn't stop yeah, you never so i i can see that e- either or any of these mm-hmm. for that matter can be lifelong things for you it is going to be i think lifelong 100% i yeah. mean i don't think i don't see myself uh, stopping 
uh, you know being as passionate about food or sport or travel so yeah, yeah. you know and anything else that i do i must you know be a just little exploring maybe yeah That's just it. exploring so yeah yeah so uh, are you still writing with times uh, no i'm uh, not with times i don't work with times anymore but um, i intended to freelance with them yeah. but then with the whole covid thing you know all restaurants and all pretty much everything experiential has uh, kind of shut down right so uh, they weren't looking for freelancers then but now hopefully in the future maybe okay but okay. i've been taking a few content projects here and there okay um, so those are still those ongoing. are still going okay. on yeah okay. those are still going on uh, the trek the treks have just opened up yeah, so yeah. um went on one last week yeah it's going yeah. to pick up uh, again sure. yeah yeah so it's all going to I'll definitely join you in one of those No you should you yeah. both should <laughs> Yeah yeah we so I've always wanted to go on treks and okay. I love now I just do a lot of long walks <laughs> because and treks are pretty much the same, same thing. thing only thing yeah, is you just need to have that stamina to keep going Right yeah right? and I love doing that so we've done I mean we I think the only trek we have properly done is basically the that Kumara Parvata Oh is it you've done Kumara Parvata then you can manage the others yeah. that's the toughest trek in yeah. Karnataka Exactly so <laughs> I mean, with Mulingiri and all of that ah, being higher, yeah. But this is the tougher. Toughest, yeah. The terrain is really tough. Oh God, yeah. it was, <laughs> and, and uh, it was back when you could actually stay on on the top. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we had an entire gear and mm. tent and all of that yeah, too. Okay, okay. So uh, it, it was a tough trek, but mm. it was worth it. I mean, I wasn't really tired, tired, but mm. it was tough. It was, was yeah. It can get exhausting. Yeah, and people along with me also were just like gone, and mm. it was. a little bit of a stretch but it was an insane experience so mm-hmm. yeah i want to get back into that but yeah, yeah. maybe i'll become a trek lead soon i don't you know can. yeah you yeah. can yeah you look stable <laughs> <laughs> i like that <laughs> yeah give it two days yeah <laughs> but uh, i don't know anyways most of these treks are two days it's okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah i think dude we spoke about a lot of things and this is just yeah. Awesome. I mean, I'm glad that you could make time. So I think this is a good place to wrap things up. Uh, so uh, yeah, but one thing I ask of all my guests before we wind up is, what is one last thing you'd like to put out there? Some sort of a say a billboard message, if you will, or something that people would, uh, you feel would want to hear, or something that is is close to you that you'd want to you know, okay. let people know. What okay. would that be? I think um it's very important to get out of our comfort zones learn something new every 3 months or 6 months okay and uh, that cross learning will really help you uh, get out of whatever stagnant place you may be in right ask for help and learn something new these are the two main i think important lessons that i've learned so no matter how tough you are and uh, third one is take care of your mental health as much as you take care of your physical health start somewhere maybe once a month once a week start somewhere but i think these three would be the main points and i think a lot lot of people ask for help so that itself i want to focus on just mm-hmm. just ask nobody nobody will say no i mean like very few one or two yeah 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 so yeah. and it's never wrong to ask no it's right. never wrong to ask right until I mean, you like uh, i think this is something that i heard uh, the answer will always be no if you never ask hmm. so right Yeah, yeah, just I think that is something that I want to end uh, the conversation with. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, and uh, yeah, where do we send people? Where can they find you online? Uh, on Instagram, I think uh, that's the easiest way. You can just look up for Anupama Shivacharya. Okay, I'll leave it in the show notes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, or on uh, Facebook, anywhere like you know. uh my whatsapp my number is public as well because i'm a coach <laughs> <laughs> yeah so let them do their research, do research and find you yeah. 
But just look me up on Instagram. I think Instagram or Facebook is the easiest way. Perfect. Yeah. Cool, Anupama. Thank you so much for yeah. <laughs> making some time, and this was just awesome. Yeah, <laughs> it was fun. <laughs> cool. All right. All right. That was the episode. Thanks for tuning in. I'd love to hear your thoughts on the episode and the show in general. Consider dropping us an email or sliding into my DMs on Instagram. I'd love to hear from you guys. While you're at it, you can also let us know if you have any questions, something that could help you out on your journey as well. It's something that either I or the guests would be able to answer in the upcoming episodes. I can't wait for you guys to check out the next episode because it's going to be a magical one. You'll probably understand when you do watch it or listen to it. But until then, adios. Yeah.